Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. So, Louie, I, I hear you had some bad behavior with guests the last time you were at Disneyland. Yeah, I don't like people anymore. What happened? You're, so what you're saying is that people are boneheads. Well, they can be at a theme they park. They can be. I'm, I'm getting really bummed out lately. I go a lot. I go multiple times in a year. And like many other people, Disneyland is very special to them. I don't want to... Uh, God, I sound such like a jerk if I say it this way, but I want everyone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because hmm. they're they're ruining it for not just me, but everyone else. And I don't think that everyone is realizing it, but no one quite has the same level of respect for it as I do. And, I mean, I'm just, I'm bummed out. The place where I notice this the most is, like, the stretching room in the Haunted Mansion. Yes, the, it's, it's two places in particular. There's the stretching room in the Haunted Mansion and the library in tower of terror uh-huh right and in they, they both suffer the same exact problems which is um a room where a specified number of people are contained for a predetermined amount of time where the spiel is always identical and it's automated there's one cast member present it's a little creepy they're the same exact situation. Because of this, the sort of behavior that ends up being exhibited in these rooms are, you know, teenagers and, you know, young 20s bozos that decide that they need to verbally, loudly say and repeat words that are being said, laugh, and scream obnoxiously loud. They just, it's like this desire to be heard or acknowledged in this space. I don't know what it is. Well, I see two things going on. And one of, one of them is interacting with the ride. Like they'll repeat the ghost host or they'll, they'll talk to him or, you know, whatever and scream. The other thing that I actually think I see even more often now is just people not even paying attention to that and just yes. having a conversation. Yes, yeah. there are. Yeah, these very two distinctly different things. And that the latter one bothers me significantly more. But the former is also really troubling because when you're in the Haunted Mansion, you're in the stretching room, put yourself in the shoes of someone who's never been to the Haunted Mansion before. You go yeah. in this room and these people are over the top of Paul Freeze saying the lines that he's saying. And then when the body falls from the ceiling and there's the scream and then, you know, the floorboards shatter or whatever, mm -hmm. there are four people who scream before that scream. Mm -hmm. You ruined the entire thing. There right. isn't any moment now where I get that back. It's ruined forever. Yeah. So I have I have two feelings about this. Um, one is that unfortunately I think that this is kind of a a counterpart to the same thing that we like about Disneyland, in that people people are giant fans and they exhibit it in different ways. And I bet that this is. A bigger problem in California than it is in Florida. It is. Because you're going to have people who go all the time and they're with their friends and this is what's just what they do. And this is how they enjoy Disneyland to the detriment of others. Like, yes, I think what they're doing is annoying, but it's hard for me to throw stones at them because they love it as much as I do. You know, and it's just they're just oh, yeah, exhibiting totally. it in a different so way. Here's, so here's exactly what I have to say about this. I have no problem with people enjoying Disneyland however they wish because i understand we're all fans and we all love it in our own ways fine 
but not at the detriment of others, not at the at the expense of someone else's enjoyment of the attraction. And that is the key difference between here and Tokyo, because Tokyo, they will have absolutely none of this. Yeah. Well, they, they, the, like they have cast members policing people, making sure this doesn't happen. But mostly the people in Tokyo don't do this to begin with. Yeah. Well, one of the other weird things about about this particular, especially when you're talking about the Haunted Mansion and the Tower of Terror, is there's a quirk in human psychology in that when you get scared or nervous, you tend to talk. And no one's all right. I'm sorry. The, no one here is actually scared. Well, that's, that's not true. Ish, no, no, no. Well, because people no, no, who've never been on it before people. and are scared no, no, of the no, dark. I know, but not these people. <laughs> yeah, no, those people know. People. Those people know. These, but people who people, are just chatting people, and conversating. No, 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 no. They're not either. The people wow. that are in there, they're not talking because they're nervous they're talking because they have been on there before and they don't yes. they're trying to show off their knowledge of the ride yeah either and they that think that that, yes. that trumps everyone else's experience right. yes yep. or if they're talking through it like you know not about the ride then they're just being like i don't care i'm just trying to get to the next part now mm-hmm. the other thing which i witnessed which was really bothering me was on pirates of the caribbean we were in the last row the family in front of us was, you know, two adults, two children. The children are sitting on the inside of the boat. The adults are sitting on the outside, which I think is the absolute wrong thing to do. But whatever. Mm-hmm. These adults would not stop talking to their kids about everything they saw and making sure they saw it. And it bothers me because those kids now couldn't have the experience of just seeing it themselves. Their their parents are just like, oh, do you see that right over there? Yeah, do you see that guy? Oh, look at him. Yeah, he's fighting this guy over here. And oh, look, that, over here, there's a hidden Mickey. And I'm like, F- That's off. a much tougher case. I mean, I know what you're talking about. And I guess I would say there are good ways to do that as a parent and bad ways to do well, that it's, as a parent. Well, no, there is 100% a way to do all of these things where it doesn't disrupt everyone. And it's whisper yeah i don't know what it is but everyone is incapable at speaking at a very low volume i know that sounds stupid coming out of my mouth but i'm serious (laughs) i've definitely encountered like pockets of rude behavior and i and and it is irritating when it happens like i was on i was on paris the last time i was there and someone was taking flash photography the entire time and that's a dark ride we can't it was real bright to my eyes if if we talk about flash photography that's gonna happen for 30 more minutes yeah so yeah yeah. But the the funniest That's, thing yeah. for me is is I the rudest behavior I've ever encountered at Disney parks was not in America and not in Tokyo. It was in Paris. All day long I I witnessed like ghastly uh guest behavior like and it was people shoving in lines, yelling, talking, like everything and I was like, "Wow, this is very different than what I'm used to." You know, because nobody there had any regard for anybody else's personal space mm-hmm. or enjoyment. Off the top of my head, there's sort of two ways you can deal with this behavior. One is if Disney tried to clamp down on it because they basically don't do anything. They really don't. They tell you not to take flash photos, but they really don't especially tell you to be quiet yeah. or to, you know, right. listen to the show or yep. respect your neighbors. Like they, they don't do much of that at all. Not at all. Yeah. They could do more of that, I think. The other is sort of a cultural thing where, and this is tricky to do, but like create an expectation among like serious fans of this stuff that that's something you just don't do. Like you're, yes. you're a sh- fan if you are talking while this is going on. Yes, yes. And then have that attitude sort of propagate outwards to it's like hey that's just something you don't do yeah. in the same way you don't well people do this too too but if like you tried to rip a piece of wallpaper off of the uh, haunted mansion mm-hmm. like, sure sure that's a sh- thing to do right you yeah, yeah. like a, a real fan would not do yes. that but but furthermore 
there is an understanding, at least, that generally you shut the f*** up at a movie theater. Why is that suddenly <laughs> not, not for the teenagers. case in this? <laughs> well, well, now, sure, movie sure, theaters, sure. okay, so that's a, that's a real problem because, I mean, it's gotten worse. However, movie theaters explicitly tell they you do. to shut up. Yeah, they do. They do. And, that's what, and that's what I'm getting at is, like, why is that not a part of Disneyland? I don't know. Is it just because... Only until recently, this wasn't a serious problem. It's definitely gotten worse. I think Florida is actually a lot better in this regard for a couple of reasons. One is that it's a very small percentage of annual pass holders that are going there. And and basically fewer repeat folks. They don't go three times a year. They go once a year, once every two years. They also tend to be more families. Mm -hmm. Families with adults and smaller kids. Yep. Whereas Disneyland is more teens, teens. and 20-somethings. Which which are not known for their behavior skills. Correct. And so the audience is just, just behaves better yeah. in Florida. Also, Florida is not as densely packed a lot of the time. I, I don't know. Just, I feel like when I ride Haunted Mansion there, I'm not packed in there like in like sardines in the stretching room like I am in Anaheim. Yeah. And so that contributes to it, too. But, Louie, you're, you're right in terms of Disney. I don't think Disney's doing enough, actually, to discourage this kind of behavior. They could be doing a lot more. Yeah. And it's it's tough where it's basically acceptable to now having to turn that around. I think that it's going to be hard for them to do it. You have to communicate to the people going to the park that this is not a desirable thing for anyone, and you're not a good fan if you do this. It's it's true. Uh, you know, as someone who did go to the park a lot when I was in my teens and early 20s, though, and I loved it just as much then as I do now, and I was a much bigger jackass then. And I, I think it's just something that you do with your friends when you're there. You know, it's just like it just kind of is what it is. If you're a teen with a group of, you know, four or five people, yep. you're, you're going to goof around. It's, yep. it's true. No, yep. I, that's fine. However, Look, but that can happen yes. in a movie theater also. Yes. It yep. does, yep. typically. Yes, yes. And I, like I said, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with you goofing around. I mean, I am at Disneyland with friends and I'm goofing around. Yeah. But do so in a way where it's not annoying everyone else. If Disney did a better job at communicating this, it would empower people to to clamp down on each other sort of culturally. Yes. Because like, for instance, the fact that the movie theater says, tells people shut up gives people license to then turn around and tell someone to shut up. Yep. Yes. Like they feel more comfortable doing it. Done it many times. Yep. And the other thing yeah. about this is, and this is this is so far very tricky, but as far as I understand, cast members will not police guest behavior in any way unless reported by another guest. They will not tell anyone to not do something if it's if it's annoying another guest unless that guest complains. Yeah. If that's true, that's terrible. It is terrible, but it's like uh say for example, I, surely you've seen this, but I saw it many times on our trip is just like someone wearing a very inappropriate item of clothing. And yeah. I don't mean like I don't mean like they're showing off too much. I just mean like they're wearing a shirt that literally says on it yeah and i'm like you can't you can't do that i'm sorry but like they won't tell them to take it off unless i tell them that this is bothering me hmm. and i i mean that this is they won't do it and i thought they is, wouldn't allow that person into the park in that well, case if you had like yeah, a, a vulgar yeah, shirt they won't but if you're wearing a jacket then they don't yeah, notice fair enough mm-hmm, and sure, this is sure. this is a, this is happens all the time but it's the same problem that happens like when you're in a movie theater and i don't know if you guys have run into this recently but say you do have that person and you're like hey shut the fuck up fine maybe they'll shut the fuck up what if they don't then you have to either leave the theater or deal with it. There's often not someone walking around that you can go, hey, psst, hey, this guy's being a total 
And there's nothing you can do about it without compromising your own experience. Because even talking to that usher for a brief moment, you're missing out on a valuable part of the movie. Well, I was just now thinking about there's one ride or attraction where people actually behave extremely well and far better than I would ever expect. Yes. And that's the Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys experience yeah, this? I mean, I've never, people I've are never not heard only well-behaved, yeah. but they're completely on board in terms of singing and clapping at the right points and doing everything yes. exactly the way they're supposed to. And mm-hmm. I think that is 100% having to do with the hosts, and I mean the birds, of the show constantly communicating with the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple reasons, I think. One is it's a very it's a formal show. Like, literally, you sit down in a seat yeah. and watching a show. Yeah. I think that, that tells people to shut up. Yeah. You're also all the facing other, each other. I'm sorry? You're also all facing each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can all see each other. It's it's lit enough where you don't, you know, you can see what's going on. So people don't really misbehave too much. But the other thing is that that's kind of a show that's only for diehards. Mm-hmm. Like people, like the average Disneyland visitor does not go on the Tiki Room. Yeah, that's right. They do go on, they do go on Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's an interesting thing because this time, this was, this recent trip was full of all of these sorts of fun things but it was raining a little bit and a bunch of people were like oh my god i need to get inside a show and all of them went to the tiki room so for the (laughs) first time in like ever i saw the tiki room completely packed that's fun and first of all that was awesome second of all there was a lot of new people in fact the cast member made sure to point out was like hey uh if you wouldn't be in here if it wasn't for the rain Raise your hand. And obviously, a majority of people raising their hand. Everyone was very well behaved. I actually forgot about one thing about the Haunted Mansion that uh, Disney does, and it really messes it up. When you enter the foyer, the very first room before the stretching room, Mm -hmm. they always are loading people, and the ghost host is completely way into his spiel as they're still letting people in. Like, I don't know exactly how that works, whether they push a button to get him to start talking or 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 if it's just on a set schedule. I think I heard that they push a button to start that. Anyway, Mm -hmm. if they push a button, they're doing it all wrong. Because what they're doing is they're training people to think, hey, I can talk over the ghost host. Because Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Right, because people inevitably are going to be talking kind of as they walk into that room. That is just going to happen. But also, yeah, another similar thing is they don't seem to close those doors much anymore either. So you're not really in the foyer having a moment either. Yes. It's just kind of like constantly feeding people into that room, which is also ruining it. Yeah, they always they do this in both Florida and California. Actually, that entrance is all really sloppy in terms of how it's presented. Like yeah. they need to let people in, close the doors, wait a couple seconds, yeah. then the ghost host starts. Yeah. Yep. And right. what happens at least half the time is you're ushered into the foyer and you literally walk right into the stretching room. Right. Like the door's already slid open, you just walk yeah. right in. Now, a minor thing which I'm not sure has too much to do with this, but I would bring it up is, and we've said it before, but the Haunted Mansion and Tower of Terror have both gotten a little jokey, and I don't think that's helping either. Because I when agree. when they're when the you know, the host or hostess is walking everyone in the stretching room and tells and tells everyone to drag their bodies to the dead center of the room. I don't think that's helping everyone put on a serious face for the ride. You know, they no, they have done that since the beginning of the ride, as far as I know. Yeah. But they're not um, saying drag your dead bodies to the center of the room. They're telling you to go into the center of the room so you can properly view the gallery. Right. Okay, There's a yeah, difference. I've always, a tone I've always heard change. them say the dead center of the room, and that's sure, all, sure. it's always been a laugh line. Yeah, but it's just them being punny. I felt like it kind of stopped there. 
but it's it definitely has gotten more and more jokey to the extent where not only do the cast members want to be comedians, but everybody wants to be a comedian. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So like everybody True. is cracking jokes, it, it, even if they're being respectful enough to sort of pay attention to the attraction, they're kind of doing their own narration on top of what's going on. Yeah. I, yep. So two things, just uh, as an aside to this, I will say that the behavior of some guests did allow us to bond with a cast member briefly there. And he was very kind enough to allow us to ride up the stretching room, which was amazing. I bet. That's cool. It was so cool because that thing is actually creaking and that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that was just a a wonderful little experience. He shared this other tidbit with me. I don't know how I never knew that, didn't know this before, but Constance, the lady that's kind of sitting on top of the gravestone in one of the stretching rooms is wearing her wedding ring in one of the stretching rooms. But not in the other one. And no one knows why, Mm. but the greatest part is that's how they know which stretching room they're in. Mm. And I love it so much. It's so silly. Mm. I mean, as far as I understand, those things keep getting repainted and repainted because, you know, the stretching room. Yeah. I bet they don't anymore because I bet they're digital prints now. But there's an amazing article on this blog called Long Forgotten. I encourage everyone to read it uh, about the history of the uh, stretching portraits and how they've been painted over the years. It's just it's an amazing read. Oh, that sounds great. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredibly good. I'll post it on our Twitter feed. Cool. All right. All right. So people suck. Yep. People suck. <laughs> yeah. Tara I want everyone to enjoy themselves. They really, really do. I just, I don't want them to annoy everyone else. And it's hard. There are deteriorating standards of behavior for being in Disneyland. Like, I think there used to be a, a firmer set of what you can do, what you can't do. And I feel like that's, that's uh, kind of gone by the way. So it's back when everybody wore suits. That's right. That's, we should do that. You're also, wearing a Sears circus suit <laughs> to nice. Disneyland. I don't know. Whenever that stuff that stuff happens, I just I basically just find a way to amuse myself with it. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me that much. You're saying you're part of the problem, Alex. Probably. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I I that's, just the, the, that's a very fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I the yeah the issue I guess that I'm ultimately having is yeah I don't I don't want to ruin someone else's fun. I just don't want them to ruin mine either. And I I feel like that's a legitimate emotion to have. Uh, feeling. The Haunted Mansion is a show. You shouldn't talk during the show. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, look, I'm fine, like, in the Tiki Room, people singing along, whistling, clapping. I'm fine with people doing the same in It's a Small World. I get it. It's, I think, when there's, it's when there's lines of dialogue. It's when there's something that I need to be paying attention to. It's when I need to look at something and you're ruining it with the flash. It's that sort of stuff. Yeah, flash photography is my pet peeve. That's the one that like takes me freight train to Angry Town almost immediately. Personally, I have very sensitive eyes to light, and like if something flashes in a dark room, I can literally cannot see for like an hour after that happens. So it's extra angry inducing, anger inducing. But there was this woman not at the park this time, just just on the internet once, who was trying to convince me that adults should not be clogging up the lines for the quote kitty rides. Ah, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, like Dumbo and Alice yeah. and Wonderland. There are there are no children's rides at Disneyland. There are family rides at Disneyland. Period. <laughs> Even if I agreed with that, it is such a small problem. I mean, the oh, number yeah, of totally. adults you see waiting in line for the well, Storybook Land Canal boats, yes. like that is incredibly that is, small. Yes. Storybook Land Canal boats, a hundred percent. But this does happen a lot for rides like Peter Pan. 
Fair enough, but that's no way. No way no, is that a no, kitty ride. I I agree with you one hundred percent. Like you're ne- you're not going to get a fight from me on that. The only thing that I could see someone making that argument to, and it's this way down the path of I still don't agree with you, is like the uh, you know like the barnstormer, uh, Heimlich's choo choo train, and things that are actually really kind of for little kids. But still, yeah. I still think it's absurd. I, it's it's just ridiculous. I've been on the Barnstormer, loved it. Yeah, it's fine. I've been on Heimlich's Choo Choo Train, loved it. Like I, I, yeah, I, I won't w- go that far. I have but... been. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I've been on Heimlich's Choo Choo Train more than once, uh-huh. and so, it's. Yeah. It, I I enjoy it. It's like a silly thing to do, and it, there's not really that long of a wait, so I feel like I'm not taking anything away from anybody either. So I don't feel bad about it. But look, if I'm, you know playing around in goofy's playhouse pull me out of there like don't let me do that that's dumb this is making lines like three percent longer at most yeah it's not it's not a big deal it's not a big deal